follow. Um, this is interesting, isn't it? New territory. Quite rare for me to... Well, in fact, this is the first time I've ever done a podcast the day after I've done a podcast. So, you know, whether I've still got any juice in the old uh, tank, you know, remains to be seen. Um, you ever, like, when you're cutting your toenails, do you ever, like... well? Yeah, do you ever like pull the toenail? So on your big toenail, because obviously that's the longest one that you've, it's the only one you've got a real shot at. Do you ever like do the cut and then tr- pull the rest? Um, because it's quite satisfying. Well, yeah, you've either answered it or not answered it. I do, and uh, I did it just before. I pulled it too early. You know, if you don't, if you don't, if you do it too early and you've not sort of set the pathway for it with your clippers, um, it's uh, it sort of goes its own way. Mine went its own way, ripped right into the skin, bled horrifically everywhere. Uh, but you know, it's not a big deal. Feels fine. Um, but yeah, that was weird. Um, my Monday's been okay. It's uh, It's been what it was. I went to work. The weather's still pretty atrocious. It's stormy outside. Um, and I was like kind of looking at the weather and considering um, whether I would possibly get some time off and time it in such a way that the storm will have passed, and then you have that lovely blissful post-storm day where kind of the world is just kind of reeling a bit. You know, everyone, it almost feels like nature, and you know, all the animals and stuff, they sort of stay in for an extra day because it's all all been a bit much for them. Um, Either that or they've all been blown away. There's just no way of knowing, really, but um, yeah. I quite like those days where it's all a bit quiet, but I don't know when that's going to happen. I checked the weather today, and it looked as though it's going to be stormy forever, so there's that. Um, I'm trying to think what else has happened. Not really a lot. Um, I have gone to the gym today. And properly went to the gym, which is nice. Um, I'm not like virtue signaling. It's not special. I've been pretty bad with the gym for, I reckon, about a month or so now. Um, I've been going, but like not as much as, not every day, not consistently. And um, so like I've probably been treading water at best, if not arresting what could have been a pretty bad decline. It's one of the two. Um, And like, yeah, so I went to the gym today, came back, and then I had two dinners because that's the type of irresponsible way I live my life. Um, I had some cottage pie that mum made, really good, obviously with gravy. Um, And, you know, pretentiously, we've also got kind of this kind of crispy roasted kale, kind of like kale crisps. Uh, really nice. Um, possibly the only way to eat kale because it's still, I'm still neither here nor there on kale. 
but had that with it. Then there was mac and cheese that had bacon in it. So I obviously ate that as well. Um, I suppose the the positive is that I haven't eaten since then, but yeah, we are where we are with that. Um, so two dinners, um, and I guess I'm hoping tonight to have like a nice sleep. So it's about 10 now, six minutes past 10, I think. Uh, yeah. And I'm hoping to probably get in bed. I'd, I'd like to be getting my head down at 11 on the nose. That'd be really nice. So like finish this, do whatever I need to do, go to the can, get in bed, listen to something chill for a bit, and then and then go to bed. That'd be nice. Because um, I think sleep is really, really, really important. And I don't know if my sleep has been poor, but I think you can have average sleep and then you can have really good sleep. So that's something I'm working on, something I think you should work on too. Because I think we can all get bogged down in like technical bollocks like fad diets and you know high intensity workouts or whatever they are hit and all that and it's all good but like most people probably and i'm including myself most people probably get the normal things wrong like we're not sleeping enough we use our phones too much we're eating like and drinking terrible things like it's fine to have some coke and you know a coca-cola by the way um uh, but like not all the time same with like same with me it's fine to have double dinner one day i'd like to say it's fine to have double dinner one day a week ideally cut it out entirely but if you just felt like you needed it whatever but be better tomorrow that's that's the advice i'm giving to myself um but yeah i suppose i'm gonna go on a bibbity bobbity now and um and we'll get back to it very shortly hello uh, it's me again, obviously, um, and I'm coming to you just to confirm it's the 16th of November, 2020. We've all had a bit of a heck of a year, but, you know, if you're listening to this, you made it, and you should be proud of yourself. Um, but that's not necessarily what I'm here to talk about. I think it's key to just reiterate what I just said. It is the 16th of November. Um, and yet I'm seeing that some people have their Christmas trees up. Now, you might not be surprised to hear that I have... I have a strong opinion on that. I think it's wrong. Um, 
oh, but it's, you know, it's my tree. It's not your tree. It's in my house. You know, why, why are you interested in that? I'll tell you why I'm interested in it. It's wrong. Because um, it's November. It's the 16th of November, to be exact. And, you know, it ain't Christmas yet. It's not even December. Now, I think, I think that the only time to do your Christmas tree is the weekend prior to or during or just past the 1st of December, you know? So this time it's, uh, let me just quickly get my calendar, which isn't abundantly yet. Here it is. So it's the 1st on a Tuesday. It's the 1st of December on Tuesday. And so, yeah, oh God. Yeah, so in reality, I think it's probably fine to do it on the 29th of November. And even then, I'd go as far as saying that's a little early. Um, but because it's not actually December, this is my point. December is the month of Christmas. It's long enough, you know, because, you know, how many times do we have to hear Christmas songs, you know, does it need to be longer than a month? No, not in my opinion. Um, you know, we might devalue it. It's not even been Black Friday or Cyber Monday yet. I'm a bit, I'm a bit lost on Christmas this year. It's obviously been a weird one. Um, you know, I haven't thought, I haven't even considered Christmas presents yet, um, which is a which is terrible because I, I need to, um, but I don't know what to get anyone and I, I can't be bothered. I was, if I'm being honest with you, I was hoping it might be called off the whole thing. Um, keep the holidays, maybe do Christmas day, but don't do presents. I'm not sure why, you know, on what basis are we not doing presents, but you know, Maybe like a financial thing, we can probably muster that as new, as a you know as an excuse. I think it's pr probably a fairly valid excuse, right? We're not doing presents across the board this year. We're just gonna have a lovely dinner. We're gonna spend some time with each other, and that's that. And then we'll move on. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, no. Everyone wants a PS Five, um, even though it's been proven to be the inferior console to the Xbox. Everyone still wants the PS Five. Um, so yeah, obviously if anyone at PlayStation is listening, then, um, you know, by all means, please, um, please sponsor me for that, um, you know, for that glowing advertisement, but yeah, um, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty perturbed at the moment by, by the early Christmas sort of, um, uh, miasma for want of a better word that's kind of hanging in the air and um, you know uh, it, I mean it, it's probably worth saying I thought it, during the bibbity bobbity there I well not during but between the bibbity bobbity and now um, I, I just watched the John Lewis um, TV advert because it's kind of a, annoyingly I mean, it's it's bad that we've reached this level as a culture, but you know, it, it's it's now a cultural um, 
sort of um, monolith. Monolith, probably not the word. Um, it's a yeah, it's a cultural artifact. That's the word. It's a cultural artifact for us um, in modern day. Every year, people are waiting on the the John Lewis advert. I want to say, I think it's lost its shine. You know, of all the years to be sentimental, you would have thought 2020 is an easy win. And yet it's kind of just like, yeah, be nice to each other. But guess who's been saying be kind to yourself and be kind to others all year? Me. And the podcast. This is a positive podcast. We ain't we ain't here once a year. We ain't telling you to be good people once a year. You're good to people all year round because you're a good person. You listen to this podcast. Um, and then you espouse the values of this podcast, and that's cool. Um, so we ain't like John Lewis. This ain't this ain't no capitalist thing yet. Sponsors, um, you know. Obviously, I'm I'm happy to sell my soul for some cash, but uh, you know, as it stands, this is purely a uh, this is purely a um, selfless endeavor for your listening pleasure. Um, <laughs> anyway, I watched the John Lewis advert. Everyone's kind of being nice to each other. Some fella saves a snowman from melting by giving him a balloon that's made of snow, I think. Doesn't make sense, but whatever. We'll brush past that. Um, girl throws a an umbrella at a football that's stuck in a tree and knocks it out. And... My issue with that logistically, and I won't labour on the point too much because I know that this isn't, you know, it's not supposed to be science, the advert, but she opens her umbrella before she throws it at the ball. And I'm thinking, there's, I can't think of many things more ungainly to throw at an object than an open umbrella. To me, you, you're just expanding the surface area, the, 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 the resistance, the air resistance, of your throw at the ball means that miraculously if you hit the ball i don't feel like you're getting enough purchase on it to move it from the tree i'm just saying what you're better off doing is leaving your umbrella um kind of what's the word sheathed <laughs> uh you know unopened and feels wrong to have a shut or closed umbrella doesn't it but i don't know sheathed sounds about right even though it's definitely not and you throw it like a javelin. Yeah, do you risk puncturing the ball? Maybe, but that's if the ball's a low-quality ball. And if it is a low-quality ball, then she'd be helping out the, the young lad in a way, she, you know, because he's wrecked his ball, he goes home, he says, oh, my ball's been broken by some girl. And <laughs> so, God, that was a... Yeah, anyway, he goes home, his parents are like, oh, God, easy Christmas present, though, for them, so they get him a better quality ball. Next time he's out playing football, he's playing with a better quality ball. Fine, everyone wins. Um, yeah, what do they do? I think the snowman then goes somewhere. He's alive, he, he survives because he's been given a balloon made of snow. He goes and saves a car um, with a wheel also made out of snow that's in the shape of a love heart so the car goes off and it's kind of janking its way off and i'm kind of like hey why don't you make a circle like all the other wheels but you know i get the sentiments about love whatever what else there's some other bits and pieces basically love hearts 
here, there, and everywhere. But what's the weirdest part about the advert? The part that kind of where I was lost was where there are four kind of pigeons um, sort of dressed like uh, utes, <laughs> like uh, like like young scallies. Um, and I don't know, I don't know what their thing was. And then a hedgehog with wings turns up and he wants to be part of their gang. Nice, admirable. I, I can empathize with the, the hedgehog. I always wanted to be part of the cool kids. So you got the cool pigeons with their kind of like quite hip wear. And then you have the the pigeon, uh, sorry, the the hedgehog with wings who just wants to be mates with them. Um, when in reality, I think we all know what would happen there. The pigeons would bully the uh, the hedgehog into submission, and it would all be quite sad. But that didn't happen. They gave him a, a snapback with a love heart on it, and everything was fine. Um, to me, didn't make any sense. Oh yeah, and then they all get in an aeroplane and fly off. Um, none of that really made sense to me. I might be, you know, not reading into it deeply enough. It might be that it's a very, um, you know, it's got some deeper meaning to it about like pigeons and hedgehogs and stuff. And maybe the fact that we'll be able to go on holiday or something next year. So that that's why they're in the plane. I couldn't tell you, but that bit was weird. Um, but yeah, the sentiment was nice, you know, be, give some love, be nice to people. Fine. But all I'm saying is, you know, if you've been listening to podcast all year, you know, been saying it for time. So, uh, you know, John Lewis needs to up their game. Um, but yeah, um, one thing I don't have love for is, uh, putting your stupid Christmas tree up at this point. Um, well, I say stupid Christmas tree. It's it's fine, but just give it some time. You're gonna devalue the whole thing. You'll be sick of it by Christmas Day, and that can't be it. Um, also, give autumn the the proper um, you know acknowledgement that it deserves. Autumn is a great month. Month? Oh. <laughs> It's a great season. It's one of my favourite seasons, even if I think it's only a month. Um, well, at this rate, it is only, it is only going to be a month long because we've had some dreadful storms and now everyone thinks it's Christmas. Cheers. Thanks for that, Autumn. So, yeah, we are where we are now. Um, but, yeah, just hold on is all I'm saying. Hold on with your Christmas trees. Um, the adverts... They're here now already. Um, I was thinking about buying an, an advent calendar, by the way, and just eating it on the weekend, just because I've always wanted to do that. I think my five-year-old self would be proud of me if I did it. Um, you know, you made it. You, you've, you've just done it because you wanted to. I think that's, you know, if you ask a five-year-old kid, what's the point in making money? I would say it's so that you can buy advent calendars just because you're an adult and you just eat it all. And I always think advent calendar chocolate is probably nicer than the, you know, the normal chocolate because it just feels like that once a year chocolate. 
Um, so I think I might do that. Um, and I'll report back to you on that. Obviously, I've been talking before about kind of, you know, some self, uh, you know, self-improvement. How am I going to, you know, what are the steps I'm going to take to kind of right myself and get back on the, get back on the, uh, the, the, the railroad um, it almost certainly doesn't involve buying an advent calendar and eating it all prior to December the 1st, but <sighs> needs must sometimes, you know? Um, oh, God. Right. I'm going to do a bibbidi bobbidi now, but I just realised, um, I remembered, sorry, that there was uh, recently a study on the UK's favourite crisps, and as probably the the foremost um, person in your life with respect to crisps I felt it only necessary for me to comment on the validity of the list and where it's inevitably gone wrong so I will do a bibbidi bobbidi now I think someone's dropped something massive upstairs so that's good um, and I'll be back with you shortly Hi, this is the third time I've uh, had to do this intro to this final piece. Piece? <laughs> like, like this is some form of, uh, you know, educational, um, you know, art or something. What am I talking about? I don't even know anymore. I've lost it. Basically, the first time I tried to record this, the automated air freshener, yes, with posh as hell. Yeah, um, the air freshener in this room went off. Bear in mind, it's half ten at night. Scared myself. So had to, got scared. So I had to stop recording. <laughs> and uh, and then the second time I tried to record, I did about four or five massive burps on the spin um, without really meaning to. So <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, let's get to the meat and drink of this. Um, on the 10th of November, a survey of 2,000 British people by the Insights Agency Pers Perspectus Global was released. Perspectus. Hmm. Weird word. I know prospectus, but perspectus. Weird. Anyway, um, they they released a list of the UK's best love crisps. And apparently the results were controversial, to say the least, according to Stylist magazine. Why am I in there? Don't know. It was the only way I could actually find it. So that's frustrating, but, you know, whatever. So, let me go through these for you. At number 10... Monster Munch Pickled Onion. Interesting. 18% of people selected that on their list. <sighs> okay, I, I can understand that. It's a well-loved crisp. Um, it probably deserves to be 10th of, you know, deserves to be bottom of a list, I would say, in terms of crisps. Because it's pretty rare, in my view, that you would ever feel like you need to have pickled onion crisps you know it can't be your go-to i think if it is your go-to crisp 
you know, I'd like to reevaluate my my relationship with you as a person, um, as opposed to my relationship with you as a, not a person. I don't know what I'm saying there. Anyway, number nine, skips. 19% of people selected that. I can get on board with skips. I like them. Um, I think if I'm ever going to have a prawn cocktail um, type crisp, I will go with the skips. They melt nicely in your mouth. They are a bit small and, you know, verging on quirky. I'll say that. But I can get on board with skips. Salt and vinegar squares. Now, that's a really nice... In fact, I would say that's the connoisseur's pick, in a way. I can respect that. Um, in eight, 20% 20 of people selected that. Interesting. Squares are probably underrated, in my view. Um, probably because they're underrated by myself, because apparently 20% 20 20 of people um, say they're kind of on their top ten. So, fair play. Um but yeah, good and sneaky good for dips as well. And, you know, I, th I think that part of the crisps um, real, uh, what's the word, value is its ability to hold a dip and, um, you know, stand up to it in terms of flavor. And I think a salt and vinegar square is actually quietly you know, really quite solid on the dip front. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm behind that. In at number seven with 20% again of votes are bacon frazzles. Now, yes, I like them. I, God, I'd eat an insane amount of bacon frazzles and I have done in my life. And trust me when I say that, but I just don't feel like they're a crisp. Um, I mean, they are, but surface area is too small. Um, for me, so they, they do fail the dip test, I would say. And a lot of the time, because they are so crumbly, the, the flavoring goes into the dip and then your dip is then compromised. And that's, you know, that's, that's unfortunate. Um, bacon frazzles again, for me, similar to monster munch in a way, as in the pickled onion monster munch, they kind of satisfy a craving. I think I'll only ever crave bacon frazzles. I, again, I think they're a bit much for someone to just be on the bacon frazzles because that's what they always eat. I think that it's too much for me. Um, you know, I love bacon and I love, you know, the word frazzle, but uh, I prefer my crisps to be more crisp-like. You know, I'm a bit of a purist in that sense, and I can understand that you know why that's disappointing to people but um, you know i just need to be honest with you um okay <laughs> i'm laboring through this list so we need to crack on so beef hula hoops at six with 21 percent of votes yeah um, i'm okay with that i mean they hula hoops are good and and they do they do satisfy again a craving probably more so than other things you know with, with the beef hula hoops i find the flavor is excellent um Obviously, I'm still a bit of a child. I like to put them on my on my um, fingers as if they're rings, and kind of pretend that I'm a rich man, um, and and then eat them off. Um, okay, so in number five, a bit of a jump now. Twenty seven percent of all votes. Quite frankly, I think this is this is a bit of a travesty. I think at least eighty percent of people should have these on their list. 
ready salted walkers the crisp as far as i'm concerned you know if that they they are a bread and butter crisp they sort you out that's simple and so um yeah i i can't uh, i think they should be higher that that they 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 are a little fragile in terms of dip um you know dip uh, what's the word kind of dip retrieval i think if you've got a chunky dip possibly a salsa there is a chance that a red uh, a ready salted crisp is going to crack under that pressure and i think that's a real downside to it which is why the walker's sensations are so special because they have just a little bit more to them um but that said walker's ready salted if i'm talking meal deal a walker's ready salted is always high on my list um Pringles original, 28%. Pringles higher than Walkers. You know, the crisp purist in me is pretty upset about, about that fact. However, if we do refer to the to the dip metric, uh, the dipping of Pringles is, is almost unrivaled. The, the shape of the crisp, the consistency of them, obviously within the tube, they're all basically identical. Um you can't really go wrong with the Pringles. And so I, I can accept them being slightly higher, but the crisp purist in me is a bit disappointed in myself for saying that. Um, okay, and number three, Walker's salt and vinegar, 31%. Fine. Can deal with that. Um, I, don't, I think I'm getting these percentages wrong, by the way. I might even forgo the fact that I've even mentioned the percentages. <laughs> Whatever. Um Walker's salt. No, it must be. Yeah, we'll just say that it's the percentage of the, the participants that said that on the list. What am I saying? Okay, Walker's salt and vinegar. Fine, good. Solid flavor. Um, I would normally always go ready salted over a salt and vinegar because salt and vinegar, uh, salt and vinegar, sorry, getting a bit excited there, I guess. My mouth is watering. Um, as a flavour, salt and vinegar, just a tad abrasive to like my mouth. Um, I like my crisps in quantity. You know, any long time listeners will know. I like to eat two large bags in one go. Um, so salt and vinegar doesn't quite tick that box for me because I think once you've had one large bag of salt and vinegar in one sitting, of course, um, your mouth is begging you to stop, and I think you should heed that advice. Um, number two, 34% of people have selected it. Monster Munch Beef. Pfft, disagree. I don't really have much much else to add there other than to say I don't find Monster Munch. It doesn't quite... It's, to me, it's not a crisp. It's a joke. It's a, it's a quirky little thing. They're in shapes, and they don't... Ugh. I want it to be flat, crisp, a dippable, you know, good surface area, um, you know, with a lot to, you know, scoop up the dip. I don't like crevices. Now, of course, the dip can get in the crevices, but uh, I don't visually... Nah, 
not for me. Um, of course, would I eat a lot of Monster Munch beef flavour? Yes, definitely. But number two crisp um, in the world? No. <laughs> no, no, no. And then apparently the number one is the Walker's cheese and onion with 38% of people. Um, no, I think if you're going to have Walker's, it's got to be, you should always have ready salted higher than cheese and onion. Cheese and onion is a nice flavor. Um, but, you know, it's dreadful for your mouth in terms of, your, your, you know, the smell dreadful utterly dreadful so yeah and also i find its flavor a bit overpowering for a lot of dips and again as mentioned before the 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 walker's standard crisp doesn't hold up particularly well in a dip scenario and therefore i think they cannot crack the top five for me in any circumstance regardless of flavor i just think a walker's original type crisp shouldn't be getting in your top five because there needs to be you know a reference point for dipping um they need to be high up on that list um and when i say they need to be high up on the list i mean the ones that are excellent at dipping i.e pringles probably a shout for doritos in there i'm not quite sure how doritos didn't get any higher but i'm assuming that the list is purely uk crisps um, so, you know, unfortunately, oh, excuse me, of course, of course I'm yawning. Um, but yeah, of course, like foreigners like Doritos and so on, they, they presumably can't get in. Um, what is disgusting to me is how Watsits haven't had a shout. Because if you're going to go non-crisps, I think you can easily drop one of your monster munches out of there and put Watsits in. Watsits are nice. They melt in your mouth. Anyway, I could talk about this for a long time, but I'm as a list, I'm disappointed. Um, I'm not sure who they spoke to, but, you know, if you told me they were all, um, you know, going through various stages of... Um, kind of instability in their lives I would believe you um, but you know if you want a definitive uh, crisp tier list then um, I can tell you now that episode 13 of uh, Rob's talk Rob talks to himself um, no not episode 13 Jesus Christ episode <laughs> What? Which episode is it? I don't know. Give me two seconds. I should have been prepared. Episode 16. <laughs> episode 16 of the Rob Talks to Himself podcast. I give the definitive crisp tier list. Um, I'm correct in that list, so um, it's not necessarily up for debate, but it is there for your listening pleasure. So please do refer to episode 16 um, if you haven't already for the correct tier list um but i would say for now um i hope that you've enjoyed this episode and also yesterday's episode 
don't know why I needed to, but I felt like there was a bonus in there. So here we are. Um, and my laptop is actually locked. So I'm going to just sort that out shortly. But yeah, thanks for listening as ever. It's very kind of you. Um, but more importantly, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Um, tell anyone that you think that might enjoy the podcast that it exists because one day I might get sponsored and sell my soul um, and that will all be down to you and maybe the money will trickle down who knows you know we're small enough at this stage that you can all be part of the inner circle and that's cool you know it'd be like Entourage the TV show that I haven't watched that I'm that I think is pretty gross actually on the face of it but it might be good, I don't know. Um, so yeah, help this get huge, and then you can be part of the journey. Um, but, you know, even even if it doesn't get huge, it'd be cool if your mum listened. <laughs> so yeah, thanks again, and I'll speak to you next week. Goodbye.